When I was an army chaplain, my soldiers asked me all kinds of questions about God, life, relationships, the Bible, and answered them as best I could. They also called me Padre. Welcome to the Dear Padre podcast. I'm glad you're here. A reading from the Gospel according to Luke. Jesus took with him Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And while he was praying, the appearance of his face changed, and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly they saw two men, Moses and Elijah, talking to him. They appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure, which was about he was about to accomplish at Jerusalem. Now Peter and his companions were weighed down with sleep, but since they had stayed awake, they saw his glory and the two men who stood with him. Just as they were leaving him, Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah, not knowing what he said. While he was saying this, a cloud came and overshadowed them, and they were terrified as they entered the cloud. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my son, the chosen, listen to him. When the voice had spoken, Jesus was found alone, and they kept silent in those days and told no one any of the things they had seen. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Today, our church is going to go to the creek to baptize. And it's really an amazing moment to see the splashing and the joy. It's going to be really hot, so this sermon's going to have to be really short. But this transfiguration that happens to Jesus witnesses to what ultimately happens to all of us. All of us need to be transfigured through Jesus Christ, just as we all need to enter the waters of baptism, the waters that Jesus has entered himself. It's kind of easy to see why we need to be baptized. We baptize ourselves all the time. We wash ourselves in streams and creeks and lakes. And now that we have indoor plumbing in our bathrooms, um, we know that that needs to happen. And yet the washing of baptism is the washing of our conscience. It is the grace of God flowing into our lives saying that you are good, you are clean, you are enough, you have what it takes to make it through life, that my grace is sufficient for you, especially in times of weakness. The transfiguration happens in a similar vein where the disciples are tired and they they fall asleep. They wake up and they see this happening. They see the glory of God fully revealed in Jesus. He is there with Moses and Elijah. They're glowing. They're brilliantly white and dazzling in appearance. We see Jesus as he truly is for just a moment. And then he goes back down the mountain and becomes who he has been in their presence the whole time. Transfiguration happens to all of us. We go through stages of life where whatever we're doing doesn't work. We call out in repentance to God, and God always shows up with God's grace. There is always enough grace. Our baptism witnesses to the fact that God loves us the most when we are the dirtiest. When we feel like we have failed, we feel like we have not made it and not kept everything as tidy as we ought to have kept it. Ultimately, that is what our baptism witnesses to. Our baptism witnesses to the glory that will eventually 
be all ours. That in this life we stumble and we kind of go back and forth between glory and shame and honor and dishonor and all those things, the ups and downs of life. But ultimately we are on this path that Jesus is on. The transfiguration also makes it clear that Christians follow Jesus. As Deramade McCullough said, Christianity has always been a kind of personality cult. That we follow a person who is unpredictable, who tells us things and calls us to do things, and we follow him. And in following him, we find that we can truly be ourselves. And the transfiguration of Jesus is the transfiguration of all of us. It's one of the beautiful things about trans people that I've gotten to see up close and in the one, the, those that I've known is that um, when they truly can reflect on the outside what they have known to be true on the inside, there is a joy and liberation in that that exceeds almost anything I think I've ever experienced. Um, and, and that is also what the transfiguration witnesses to that we are called by G- to follow Jesus as we truly are, not as we are not. That God wants us to be us. And the baptism that we experience today is a baptism into the sufferings of Christ, but it is also the baptisms into the glory of Christ, a baptism into the glory of Christ. That we are baptized, that means that we can be who Jesus has called us to be no matter what happens, no matter who says what about us. That is ultimately what baptism means, that we answer to God alone because that is he's the one who has called us. He is the one who has made a covenant with us. In baptism, we enter into the new covenant of Jesus, and that is membership in the church. The church should be a place where you can truly be yourself. If it is not It is not really the true church of Jesus Christ, or it is a church in desperate need of reform, because ultimately that is who we are, followers of Jesus, who know that Jesus has called us to transfiguration. The transition of his figure from ordinary Jesus walking around, indistinguishable from every other person in many ways from a distance to being this dazzling, magnificent human who is full of the glory of God, who is in the presence of God on this holy mountain. This becomes a touchstone for the apostles as they go out into the world and suffer the hardships of life. They, they lean on this memory that validates their experience with Jesus. And our baptism should do that. That we are reminded of our baptism today. We remember the vows that we took. We remember the vows made on our behalf. We remember the splash of the water of God's grace coming to us. And we say, I am his and he is mine. And nothing can separate me from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Nothing can separate me from that love. When you are baptized, and if you're not, please rush to the nearest church and tell somebody you need to be. When you're baptized, 
a new work was begun in your heart. And that new work is the witness that when you are at your lowest, when you are most helpless, when you feel that weight of life that is pressing down on you, that is when you are closest to Jesus. It says here in the text that the thing that Jesus and Moses and Elijah were talking about was his exodus. It's the Greek word used in the Greek text. It is the word translated when the Hebrew Bible was translated into Greek. They use that word exodus to describe the leaving of Egypt, through leaving slavery in Egypt through the Red Sea, the story of Moses leading God's people out of Egypt. Let my people go. Ultimately, that is what Jesus did in his cross and resurrection. He created a new exodus for his people that we experience. We were there when he was crucified. We were there when he was raised from the dead. We are witnesses to that resurrection. And that means that we experience it now. We die on this planet, and yet we rise from the dead. And that is the truth about God and the truth about us in baptism, that you've been baptized in Jesus. And that means you will always rise again, no matter what happens. You will experience the exodus. You will experience that liberation. And for trans people, that means they get to be who they really and truly are. We will support them in that. For other people that have experienced hardships in life and discrimination and racism and bigotry and other forms of hatred and evil and that the, that the baptism that we experience means that we can be who we are and only the only opinion that matters is God's that God is with us who can be against us we are more than conquerors through Jesus Christ and it is the memory of our baptism which sometimes is hard to remember is that what that is why we remind ourselves of it we attend other baptisms we remind ourselves of our baptism to know we are not alone that we belong to God and ultimately we are in God following Jesus isn't easy but it is God's grace that makes it possible it is the water that flows from God that cleans us, heals us, restores us, and empowers us to be who God has always known us to be, ourselves. Amen. O God, who on the holy mountain revealed to chosen witnesses your well-beloved Son, wonderfully transfigured in raiment white and glistening, Mercifully grant that we, being delivered from the disquietude of this world, may by faith behold the King in his beauty, who with you, O Father, and you, O Holy Spirit, lives and reigns, one God, forever and ever. Amen.